Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Women of Grace, Faith, and Courage podcast. I am so excited just to be on here and really just to to share with all my heart about the reason for this season, and his name is Jesus. Occasionally, the Lord will have me record sort of special episodes or bonus episodes um, just on topics or things that he's really impressed upon my heart. And in this season, God is really, really just wanting me to just acknowledge and, and just exalt his name in this season because this season is truly, truly about him. This is a holiday season. This is one of my favorite times of the year because the holidays really just draw out a level of love and grace and kindness and community that doesn't um, uh, typically occur throughout the year. And we know that this year has really, truly been unlike any other. And so we know that people have been really, truly looking forward to spending time with a few holiday, um, with a few people that they can this holiday season. And so we know without a doubt that people have been thoroughly enjoying this season, while others, this season may bring uh, heartache and bring pain. And so I really just wanted to just minister what was on my heart from the Lord. And before I do that, I'm just going to open us up in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord, for this opportunity just to talk about, Lord, just the gift that you are, Father, the greatest gift that we could ever receive, Lord, was your son, Father. So we thank you for the plan that you had in place, Lord. Thank you for just his birth, Lord. Thank you for his assignment that he was born to fulfill, Lord, on our behalf, Father, that he was born solely, Lord, to accomplish an earthly assignment, and that was to be crucified and resurrected, Lord, so that mankind, Lord, could live, those who believe, Father. So we thank you for the reminder this season, Lord, that we are truly to honor you and to exalt you and to really just adore Adore you, Father, as that song says that just really continues to resonate in my spirit. Oh, come, let us adore you, Father, because you are Lord. Christ is Lord. So I thank you for what you'll have me share today, Lord. And I pray, 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 Father, that it really warms the heart, touches the heart, encourages the heart, and really truly brings to the forefront of everyone who listens to this podcast just what this season is truly about. Lord, I love you, Father. Here on an assignment for you, your voice always. It is in your precious and mighty name that I pray. Amen. 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 So as I was just preparing for this special episode, the Lord was just really beginning to share with me that that what is um, that what has happened around Christmas is that the culture has uh, greatly diminished the reason for the Christmas season. And again, not here to debate about whether Christ was actually born on Christmas because we know that that is not true. But instead, this is still a reminder of why we honor him in this season, why we acknowledge his birth at all, because we're still acknowledging that Jesus was born. So it is reminding us of what this season is all about. But I fear that what has happened as a culture, and I've been guilty of this as well, is, is that we've allowed the light and the bows and the wreaths and the elf on the shelf and the good old stories of St. Nick to overshadow the real reason for this season, and that is Jesus. And so we see that, that phrase on mugs and on ornaments and on T-shirts and on socks, but how many of us as families or how many of us as parents, we sit around the table or the fire and we read the story of the birth of Christ as we do a Christmas movie, right? We all sat around on the holidays and watched Home Alone 1 and 2, maybe 3 for some of us, <laughs> but, but how many of us 
sit around the table of the fire and we open up the book of Luke, right? And we, we talk about the story of the birth of Christ. And we talk about what happened um, when the three wise men set out to find this baby that they were just, when they found Jesus, they just dropped to their feet and they worshiped him. We don't talk about that, right? This, this season is truly about our Lord and Savior's birth that was our saving grace. He was born and took the form of man, right? He, he emptied himself by taking the form of a servant. So just being born in the likeness of men, and then that, it didn't end there. It didn't stop there. He humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death. Mm. As I continue to rele- um, read and read again Philippians 2, verses 6 through 8, it just really, really just, oh, it just heavies my heart to know that as we uh, gloss over the birth of Jesus Christ this season, whether people want to, you know, mumble and grumble and talk about whether he was born around this time or not, it is still, again, us acknowledging the greatest gift that we would have ever received as believers. And so those who do not believe, I encourage you that if this podcast even speaks to a remnant of your soul, that it even, it even speaks to a remnant of a piece of your heart in this moment, that even though the enemy wants you to turn your turn your head away, close your ears, but somehow you maybe stumbled across this podcast or maybe someone shared it with you, I encourage you, yes, even you as a non-believer, to open up your Bible to Luke chapter 1 to really begin to read the Word of God, even, even though you may have never read the Word of God, even though you may have made a vow not to acknowledge the birth of Christ. I just beseech you in this moment, and I just appeal to you, um, to really, truly read about the birth of Christ. And I pray that as you're reading, that the Lord begins to do something within your heart, that he really begins to speak to your heart and minister to your heart and soften your heart towards him, understanding that he didn't just um, um, die or wasn't just born and died just for, just for me who's recording this, but for you as well, for you to, as a non-believer to come into the fold, for you as a non-believer to come to be reconciled with him as well, to be cleansed by his blood. Oh, my goodness. And so we oftentimes, I know we must say to ourselves, I mean, the son of the most high, Jesus, the Messiah, the anointed one, he was born in a manger. So he was born in the most unfortunate circumstances because think about a manger, guys. A manger was a feeder used to feed animals. So what it tells me just in that piece, what God is just showing me that the anointed one, I want to go back to that. I want to say that again. The anointed one, the son of the most high, the Messiah, our king of kings, was born in a feeder used to feed animals. That tells us, and that even encourages us, even as his children, that the circumstances that we were born into are no indication of the assignment, the plans purpose, and calling over our lives. I want to repeat that again because I fear that we often fall into this thought pattern or even this generational cycle where we look at the circumstances that we were born into and we feel like there's no way we can sever that curse, that generational curse. There's no way that we can step out of our parents' 
footsteps. There's no way that we can do something different. There's no way that we can break that habit. There's no way that we can break that mindset. But I want to say this again for someone to really, truly catch hold of this as we step into a new year, as we think about how, our, how the anointed one was born, how the anointed one who came to save mankind was born in the manger. The circumstances that we were born into are no indication of the plans, promise, assignment, and calling over our lives. And I fear that many of us battle with with bitterness, with resentment, with unresolved trauma that is relevant to our childhood experiences and circumstances that we allow to fester, that we allow to harden our hearts, that we allow to turn into oftentimes unforgiveness and all of these other things. But when we look at the birth of the Messiah, we have to look at that with stars in our eyes, right, with a hard eye emoji and really with a level of encouragement that God is saying, listen, the natural circumstances that you were born into, they do not predict or determine your future. That I had my hands upon you, that I know the plans and purpose that I have for you and how you were born and who you were born and who didn't stick around and who abandoned you and all these other feelings that you may be feeling, these emotions that have been festering up over time, that in this season, as we think about the birth of Jesus, that we begin to release some of our childhood experiences, that we begin to really, truly look to the Most High, look to the Anointed One to really allow our hearts to be healed, to really allow our hearts to be encouraged, that if he was born in a manger and had this weighted assignment, mm, this weighted assignment upon his life, that the same goes for us. That in Jeremiah 29, 11, it is a, a very popular passage, almost maybe um, so popular that it has become a tagline, but I, I always refer to it because it is God's word. It is living. It is powerful. It is true. God is not a man that should lie, that he has plans and purpose for us. So as you are thinking about this Christmas season, and maybe you're feeling discouraged this Christmas season by the, the circumstances that you were born into, maybe you're feeling discouraged by you, by the, the sort of the, the generational patterns and mindsets and, and different things that you are having a hard time breaking, I encourage you to look at the story of the birth of Jesus Christ. If you're feeling as if you weren't dealt a fair hand in life, look to the story of the book of Christ for encouragement. If you go to chapter, um, go to Matthew, and you, you look at the chapter after Jesus was born, there was a king, um, Herod, at that time, and he had heard the greatness of our king. Jesus. Jesus was still a baby, but he had heard of the greatness of our king, and he had set out a plan and a plot to have baby Jesus killed. So again, if you're feeling like you weren't dealt a fair hand, look at the circumstances that, that, that Christ was born into. Look at the environment that Christ was born into. But he still fulfilled his assignment. The Lord still made sure that everything went as planned, and trust me, the plots and plans were a part of it. And so as I just Think about the reason for this season and the greatness of our king and just the greatest gift. I want to encourage you that if you're feeling like you're stuck, if you're feeling like people are plotting, planning against you in this season and you're just not going to get ahead, people, I want to encourage you and, 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 and just share with you the same thing I just shared about how King Herod, he heard of the greatness of our king. There are people right now, they can see the greatness upon your life and you haven't even stepped into all that God has for you. The same way that King Herod had, had heard and knew the greatness of baby Jesus. Baby Jesus. 
He hadn't even stepped into all that God had for him. He hadn't even started his earthly assignment yet. He was simply a baby. But his presence was intimidating because people have been foretelling of his birth. So now here he was. And so there are people that can see the greatness that are upon you, and you haven't even stepped into it. And you probably don't even see that greatness that's upon you yet. But that's the power of the presence of God, of the anointing, that it is evident to all. And just think about Mary and Joseph's parents. They had to duck and go after receiving a warning from an angel of the Lord about King Herod's plans. And what I find just most heartwarming about the story, though, is is in Matthew, the three wise men, their hearts were filled with such joy. I mean, they came bearing their best gifts. And then what they did when they finally saw baby Jesus is they fell to their knees to worship him, acknowledging his sovereignty, even as a baby. And can I just remind us as we think about this season, as we think about Jesus being the real reason for this season, as we think about the greatest gift that we could ever receive, and that is our Lord and Savior, that the Lord deserves our best. That to worship him is such an honor and privilege, that the same way that the three wise men came bearing their best, and they gave their best worship, and they, they dropped to their knees, which is a posture of humility, which is a posture of adoration, which is a posture of just respect, a deep respect, that the Lord deserves nothing less from us, nothing less from us. So as we go about our days, online shopping, building gingerbread homes, lighting the fires, may we simply take an opportunity to gather over the story of the birth of Christ, acknowledging that our Savior, the Messiah, the Anointed One, he was born solely to fulfill an earthly assignment and that he bore our sins. He bore the weight of our sins so that we could live. Jesus, the real reason for this season, the greatest gift that we could ever have. I wish that he could be wrapped and placed under my tree. That is how much I just long to be so near to him in this in this season because of just the sacrifice that was made. And so let us acknowledge his birth and not just acknowledge his birth, but really truly take time to exalt him, to worship him, to honor him, to really just tell him how much we adore him, how much we love him, and that we won't just love and adore him just on this day or on this week or in this season, that Jesus, he captivates our heart throughout the year, throughout the year. That is all I wanted to minister from my heart for this special episode. I pray, pray, pray that it really just blesses you, that it really encourages us all, and that it really just speaks to those who may not know Jesus right? And if you don't know Jesus and you really want to invite him into your heart this season, if you're feeling like, you know what, I don't want to go into another year not knowing the Lord. I don't want to go into another year not having relationship with Jesus Christ. I would just encourage you just wherever you are to pray this simple, simple prayer with belief in your heart, with a heart of genuine belief. Father God, I am acknowledging my life as a sinner. I am coming to you right now, Lord, letting you know that I am surrendering all of my thoughts, ambitions, and desires, Father God, in exchange for relationship with you, Lord, acknowledging, Lord, that you sent your son, Jesus, to die for me, Father, so that I can live. Lord, today I choose a life. I choose a life with Jesus. I don't want to go into another year without you. Lord, I invite you into my heart. 
Lord, I invite you into my mind. Have your way, Lord. Have your way in me. Father, from this day forward, I will live a life of obedience to you, Lord. As each day passes, I will strive to live a life that is pleasing to you. I will strive to live a life that is pleasing to your son. I love you, Father. From here forward, my new life with you begins. It is in your name that I pray. Amen. Amen, amen. If you prayed that prayer with a genuine heart and you really, truly have a desire and you really profess with your lips that Jesus Christ is our Lord and that God raised him from the dead, that you have been saved, that you have now come over to what I call Team Jesus and that the angels are they're rejoicing. Jesus is rejoicing. And I, my friend, and now my brother or sister in Christ, I am rejoicing because there's no greater team to play for than Team Jesus, that you have to swap out your jersey for the world and put on Team Jesus, the jersey that says Jesus, so you can represent our King of Kings. So I pray, again, that this blesses you. And just remember that you inviting Jesus into your life is the first step of many. And if you ever desire just community and discipleship and just prayer, please send an email to womenofgraceandfaith at gmail.com. And if you're my brother in Christ, please still send an email, and I can connect you to some amazing men of God who can really truly take the walk with you and really truly disciple you and pour into you and lead you to a good Bible-based church home, which is next which is the next step for you. So I thank you, thank you guys for just allowing me to share what the Lord has given me. I thank you, and I'm going to close this out in prayer. Heavenly Father, we just thank you, Lord, for even just this brief time in your presence, Lord, just to be able to minister, Father, that you have placed on my heart, Lord. I know the enemy had plotted and planned for this not to be released, Lord. So many distractions and things have come up against it. Every time I went to record, I was exhausted or I just, something came up, Lord. So I thank you, Father, for just you giving me the ability to press early this morning, Lord, to release this word, Father. I pray, Lord, that it touched just one, Lord. I pray that it encouraged just one, Lord, because for you, Father, as for me, it is about the one, Lord. I thank you for you being the greatest gift, Father. My heart truly warms at the thought of just knowing, Father, that you are Messiah, the anointed one, Lord, that you were born just to, just to fulfill an earthly assignment, just to save me, just little old me, Father. Thank you, Father, for just this encouragement this week, this reminder, Lord. So I pray, Father, that as we gather, Lord, that we gather in your name, Lord, that it's okay to watch the Christmas movies, it's okay to have the Christmas traditions, Lord, but that this be the year that we implement a new tradition, Lord, and that is reading and discussing and delighting in your birth, the birth of your son. Hallelujah, Jesus. Lord, I thank you, Father. I worship you, Lord. I simply adore you, Father. You have my entire heart, Lord. I pray, Father, that you have captivated the hearts and minds of those who are listening, Father. It is in your precious and beautiful and mighty and matchless name that I pray. 
Amen. Amen, guys. Thank you for tuning in. We have some exciting things coming up in January. We've got to kick off with some new episodes. So if you are not subscribed to Women of Grace and Faith Podcast, I encourage you to subscribe on iTunes. You can also follow the station on SoundCloud. God is really doing some new things in 2021. So I pray that you will catch those episodes when they come. Thank you. Be blessed. Love you all.